Teresa Hildebrand, and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. So I have a really great episode for you. Um, This is a really great topic. And I wanted to um, talk about this because first off, it's like one simple strategy that you can do to improve your relationships. And I think sometimes all we need is just one single thing to learn. So why I wanted to bring this to you today was because I was reminded of this recently because I was watching a YouTube live that my husband was doing and he was interviewing Larry Hagner, who is part of the Dad Edge podcast. Now they were talking about how to become a a more patient parent. So I'm going to link that um, video because I think it was awesome. And if you are having trouble being a patient parent, uh, which we probably all have trouble with, um, I would suggest you watch that. Um, it's about an hour long, but it's so worth it. But anyway, I was reminded of this particular strategy because um, they were talking about this and it has to do with what's called psychological safety. Now, this is something that is really great to know uh, when it comes to creating a better connection with your kids. And this is any age that your kids are, but I think that in particular, like the age that our kids are, preteen and teenagers, is especially important to know this strategy as a parent. But you can also use this with any relationship in your life. So with your spouse, with your parents, with anyone, even if you're maybe a leader and um, you want to connect better with you know, the people that you work with, this is a really great and simple strategy you can use. Now, I want to give you a scenario and I will use an example of my childhood. Now, I know my parents aren't listening to this, so I I feel more free to talk about this stuff, but you know, my parents were trying their best. Um, so I don't mean this to say that my parents were bad parents, not at all, but um, I do want to kind of paint the picture of what this looks like. So then you can know when to use it. So when I was a kid, and even up until I was a teenager, I was afraid to bring stuff up to my mom. Um, If something happened, or if I needed some type of help, I really didn't feel comfortable talking to my mom about it. Um, My mom and I have a complicated relationship to say the least. Um, I mean, I love her, but it was difficult growing up. Um, And I remember that, you know, sometimes, you know, stuff would happen, especially when I was a teenager. And if I ever thought about bringing something to my mom, I really, really had to think about it. And most of the time I wouldn't bring it up to her because I would have a feeling of what her reaction was going to be. Now, this is going to be the main thing in psychological safety, because this is when you create an environment for someone to talk to you freely without, um, you know, feeling like they're going to be judged or shamed or guilted. 
So the reason why I wouldn't bring up certain things to my mom or I would hide things from my mom is because of her reaction. So if anything ever happened and, you know, she found out about something or I mentioned something, her reaction was so visceral that it would cause me to next time not bring anything up to her. So whether it was she would shout at me or she would be angry at me or judgmental, um, you know, it was something that I would have to really think about the next time. Do I really want to bring something up to her? Um, because I, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel like she's disappointed in me or that she's angry at me. So this would make me think twice about what I was going to do. And most of the time, I just would keep a lot of things from her, unfortunately. Now, the relationship with my dad was a little bit different. Um, so I felt a little bit more safe to kind of bring things up. So, I mean, what I thought it was, it was just like, okay, their personalities are different. Um, you know, one was more reactive and the other one was more understanding maybe. So that was kind of how I grew up thinking about my relationship with my parents. And now that I am a parent, like this is the kind of stuff that, you know, I think about. I want to be a safe space for my kids to bring anything to me and without hesitation. Like I want them to feel like something just happened. I need to tell mom or I need to tell dad. Or, you know, I made a mistake, so um, I, I feel bad, but I know that my parents will understand if I talk to them. That's the kind of environment we want to create for our kids. And like I said, you can use this in any relationship. So um, my husband and I use this in our marriage as well. And I'll go into some of the questions that we ask, um, because that's kind of the key here. And what the strategy really is, is the type of questions that you ask or how you interact with someone when they bring something up to you. So we always want to create a safe physical environment for our kids, but we also want to create a safe psychological environment for our kids. Um, and this is what this is all about, right? We want our kids to be able to bring things up to us and feel comfortable that we are not going to react in a negative way. That's going to make them feel bad or make them feel ashamed. Now, that's one of the, the first things that we need to be conscious of is when this happens, if, you know, our, our kids start off the conversation and there is this reaction or this instinct that you would have of getting upset or just, just having a negative feeling yourself, um, it's about being conscious of it and checking yourself right away um, and making sure that you present yourself in a welcoming way. And really being more curious than judgmental, being more understanding than jumping to conclusions. So that could all come out without you even saying anything. So, you know, it's about, you know, knowing how we're reacting physically, like the nonverbal things that we're showing our kids. So that's, that's one thing to keep in mind is just, you know, check yourself when you, when something is happening when the conversation is going and you have 
a reaction, you have to know that that's going to communicate to the other person. So one of the best questions is not even a question. It's more of a statement. And that's, tell me more about that. So you're not being accusatory. You're just being curious. So a question that wouldn't go well is, why'd you do that? What's wrong with you? That is going to push people away. That's going to push your kids away. And they're not going to feel comfortable to bring you stuff. And then with this kind of understanding, some of the other questions will just come naturally. You'll just have a conversation and, um, you know, it takes practice and definitely takes practice. But I think just one other question that I think is super powerful, especially kind of in ending the conversation is how can I support you with this? Because now you're also empowering them to deal with their problems because, you know, sometimes this is going to be an issue. Maybe it's something that happened at school, or maybe it's something they did that they don't feel good about. So now you're kind of teaching them to think for themselves. And even though you're going to be there to be able to have a conversation with them and guide them, you also want to give them tools so that they can come up with the answers as well. So even saying, how do you want me to support you? They'll think about, okay, well, first off, they'll know that you understand and that you do want to help them, but they'll also be able to come up with their own ideas so that maybe they can say, you know what, maybe just the conversation was helpful, right? Maybe them just speaking out loud um, was helpful. But also they can think, well, mommy and daddy can do this to help me. So you're you're giving them a way to really think for themselves. So just a quick recap, you want to be conscious of your own feelings and your own body language when something is brought to you. And then also just be curious and be supportive. Okay, so that is all I have for you today. I hope that was helpful. And I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast on iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.